Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and welcome to episode 1456 of EO Fire. Right out with today's most inspiring entrepreneur, seven days a week. And the Fire Nation newsletter drops value bombs daily, Fire Nation. So subscribe over at eofire.com or just text the word EOFIRE to 33 And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Brian McMahon. Brian, are you prepared to ignite? Born to ignite, my friend. Born to ignite. (laughs) Brian is the founder of Expert Dojo, which is now the largest training academy for early stage entrepreneurs in Southern California. After working with entrepreneurs in over 35 countries, he's passionate about one thing, moderate success. Brian, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. So I've lived in, as I said, about 35 countries. I've traveled around the world for the last 20 years. Uh, each of those places, I've been in some form of entrepreneurial de- de- uh, endeavor. And I love this life. I mean, there's nothing I love better. So I got to a place about three, four years ago where I just hated the fact that so many entrepreneurs were failing and, and wanted, to, wanted to really change my life from a place of enjoying everything there is about entrepreneurship to dedicating myself to everything there is about success in entrepreneurship. I'm really excited for this interview for all of those reasons and so much more. I mean, the word moderate success, I actually want to become a theme for this interview because, Brian, I think it's personally so important for entrepreneurs to realize just the reality that moderate success is and what it means and how you attain that. But before we get into all of that, kind of break down for us, like, what is your area of expertise if you were to pin it down and give us two value bombs in this niche? So I would say my area of expertise is energy, right? I wake up at 4.30 every single day. I love everything I do all the way through. I'm a great study of people. So I, when we opened this academy here at the beginning, I decided that I was a great generalist. So I really know how to start a business, how to grow a business, how to expand a business. I've done it four times in lots of countries. And, but what I didn't know was the reasons why business were breaking down for entrepreneurs. So we brought entrepreneurs into our space here. We took a beautiful space on the top of the Santa Monica Mall. And we brought entrepreneurs in here for six months and we didn't charge them a single dime. And the only thing we said to them was, guys, we want to learn from you. We want to learn why you're failing and what's going wrong with business. And we also want to learn what's really important in being able to start, run, and expand the phenomenal business. So during that time, we learned all about the importance of branding, of product fit, of making sure that you've got a right market validation, of having a peak performance attitude, of being able to write business plans and really understand business plans. So I would say over the last four years, I've done two things. The first thing is I've become a great studies of what we've created in our 12 steps to success, which are all of those points and more. And I've also humbled myself to realize that you can only call yourself a moderate expert in these areas if you don't do this exclusively. So we surround ourselves by great branding people, by great product fit people, by other great specialists within these individual areas so we can call upon them anytime. You know, Fire Nation, this is actually something that I haven't brought up in a while that I used to harp on quite a bit, but I'm glad you kind of brought it back to the forefront of my mind, Brian, and that's the word humble. I mean, when I was growing up, I would always have my uncle look at me and he would say, John, be humble, be happy. So I grew up always equating happiness with being humble, and I think that's so important as an entrepreneur of Fire Nation because no matter how great things are, that too shall pass. No matter how horrible things are, that too shall pass. Like just keeping that in mind and knowing that, yes, you might be crushing it or getting crushed right now. 
You just need to keep a humble attitude, keep your nose to the grindstone, and move forward. Now, Brian, what is something that you specifically have changed your mind about in the six in the last six months? Meaning, like, what's something that you used to believe in that you don't believe in anymore? Lean startup. And this is kind of an interesting one because I believe I might be the only person in the entire United <laughs> States who doesn't believe in lean startup. Have you talked to Eric Reese about this? Because I have him on the other line right now. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you why. And, and look, respect and belief are two different things. So obviously massively respect the guy and there are portions of it which are really good. But here's my problem. The failure rate within early stage entrepreneurship is around 98 to 99%. Now, as an Irishman, if me or any of my friends were going into a fist fight with a 99% chance of losing, we probably, even us, with our optimism, <laughs> probably would walk away from that fight. So as I brought these entrepreneurs in and I looked at what they were doing, and, and it's not that Lean Startup directly contributes to failure because it doesn't, but I have a real problem with the fact that entrepreneurs are encouraged to start a business without requesting feedback from People who are in that area, our clients, our prospects, and without building a business plan. The whole build, measure, learn sounds brilliant. And it works when you put it into automation with its tens and hundreds of millions of dollars in, in the car industry. But when you take it into early stage startup and there is a massive failure rate, I'm sorry, you have to build a business plan. And it has to be a real smart business plan where it's tied into dashboard metrics every day. No, I'll just say one extra thing. What I love about you, and it was just, it was amazing. When I came across you at the beginning and I saw you put your revenue numbers up there and I thought that is either the craziest or the most <laughs> brilliant guy I've ever seen because he has his business plan, he has his methodology, he has the marketing plan, he has the entire funnel there and he knows exactly what needs to be achieved every month and, and I just don't believe you can do that at the beginning. So it was a moment for me where I, I definitely got to an aha place and I thought what if we were to actually just reverse it entirely. And that's what we've done. Well, so which is it? Am I the most brilliant or the most? <laughs> <laughs> you're brilliant, no, you're brilliant. What yes. you do is it's great. Like you bring brilliance and you bring your, your humility to the entire entrepreneurial process, which is just phenomenal so that other people can accomplish. And that's what it's all about. Thanks, Brian. Well, listen, now that you've been saying such good things about me, I'm going to force you down this rabbit hole of telling us, Fire Nation, your worst entrepreneurial moment ever. So, Take us there, brother. Take us to that moment in time and really tell us that story. My friends failing. You know, I had lived in all of these countries. I'd had the, it's funny, I did a TED talk about this about two or three months ago. And I had had this dream since I was like nine or 10 years old about this incredible American dream where, where anybody can be a great entrepreneur and all you have to do is have the will and the heart and the ability to do it and anyone can do it. And there's a small minority of people who do that, like yourself. And you went, you went through the trenches and got yourself out. But for the majority of people... I saw all these friends around me who had these great ideas and these phenomenal ambitions to be able to create great tech companies failing. And then I saw you know, a bunch of kids who are Ivy League, which is fine. And I saw them all succeeding with lesser ideas. And I suddenly realized that in many areas, the tech industry, and this is very specific to tech, but the tech industry is a little bit like the Simon Cowell Music Factory. And, and that's okay if everybody knows about it, but everybody doesn't know about it. And you have these thousands of people, including all of my friends, starting businesses every single day, trying to be the next Snapchat, trying to be the next Facebook, trying to be the next Pinterest, our Instagram, and none of them know that 95% of the system is entirely rigged. Oh, so let's talk about that, though. So what do you mean like the Simon Cowell music industry and comparing that to the tech industry? How does that work? 
many of the great entrepreneurs that we look at, um, whether it's Facebook or whether it's Instagram or whether it's Twitter or whether it's Snapchat, Airbnb are a huge example in the opposite because they did it themselves. But many of the other examples are people who just went to great schools, who mommy and daddy had a trust fund, who Uncle Jimmy was a venture capitalist. And Uncle Jimmy, as the venture capitalist, knows that the real owner of the company is Uncle Jimmy because what they're going to do is they're going to pump enough money into that company that the lazy majority, that's all of us users who come in on like the second or third round of iPhones, then all of us, if there's a billion dollars put in, we're just going to take the product. And anyone else, even if they have a better product, the simple fact that they don't have access to a billion dollars or half a billion means that they're not going to be able to do it. So, Brian, let's kind of get into a story about this because you did kind of give that vague thing of, you know, all my friends fail and all this stuff, they struggle. What's one example of one story of one of your friends? You don't have to use names or specific examples, but I just want that real story of a friend that had these high hopes and then just had them all crash down because it's happening what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it was heartbreaking. I had a friend over here, I, like I could name 30, but I'm going to take one yep. uh, person who started off, was a dating agency. He had this phenomenal idea to create an agency whereby you could see people in the individual places and it was great. And he put all of his money into it. He had a great job. He gave up his job. He moved out. He invested the money in. He created the product. He was surrounded by all of the providers who make the pickaxe handles. So everybody from the dev ag- web development agencies through to the marketing agencies, And everybody sold him the dream. And then as he went to more and more individual investors, he realized that everything that had been told to him about being able to get half a million dollars and a million dollars and two million dollars just wasn't true. And he spent six months trying to get the investors. Um, I, I won't go into his personal situation, but it wasn't fun because the challenge with starting a business is if your family are generally the ones that are hit the hardest. So he went two years down the line. The business collapsed. Now on top of his student loans, he's about $550,000 in debt. Uh, he'll probably never start a business again. And it's not because he's not a brilliant person. It's because nobody told him the rules. What should he have done? He should have firstly understood that taking a business like this and starting it on its own without having the funding lined up at the start would be really, would be really tough. He should have then tried to build it up on a local level. So maybe create a local meetup, get people coming in, start to get revenue coming through. I love revenue. Everything for me in a business is about trying to generate massive users or massive revenue. If you can't show that you can get massive users within six months, then focus on getting massive revenue, even if it's not your users. So he could have easily curated mass groups of people who were looking to meet each other and gone into more maybe direct one-on-one coaching as opposed to trying to create a platform and going to 14 different development companies. So I, I believe if you're looking for one word that was we would, I would change if for, if for him to do it again based on what we know now, it would be focus on the revenue to get you to the place that you're not desperate because the second that you're desperate for investment, the second it. you're dead – They smell it. They smell it. They smell it. You're desperate and you're dead and they see you. You start sweating when you walk into meetings and that's not good. Fire Nation, people vote with their wallets. And that's why when you do focus on revenue, it's a good thing to focus on because if you're actually generating revenue, people 
are voting with their wallets, their most usually important asset, which is the hard-earned dollars that they've generated, you know you've actually got something. And if people refuse to vote with their wallets and you're not having or generating any revenue, that's a huge red flag. Now, Brian, let's kind of shift now into an aha moment. I mean, you've already kind of shared like five or six ideas that you've had, light bulbs that have gone off in your journey because you've had hundreds. I mean, you eat aha moments for breakfast, but what's one of your greatest? And tell us that story by taking us to that moment in time. Oh, I'm going to take you to a real personal one. I can bring you back to my wife at at the day. Because what happens is you're an entrepreneur is you don't realize that you're turning into a jerk, but you do, right? You suddenly become this different person, especially when you you get new experiences. And I definitely did. So as I was becoming an entrepreneur and I was moving into different places and I took on my second to last company and I truly believed I went through a God syndrome for a little while and I turned into an awful person. And, And I would say... Like and and my wife is a princess and a wonderful person, uh, and so she she's she was very nice about it, probably nicer than I would. But it's my biggest bit of advice to people is when you're going into entrepreneurship, prepare yourself psychologically for what you're going to go through. And I don't just mean the work, the 12, 15, 18 hours days. I mean actually for what you're going to turn into as a person, what your journey is going to take you to. And make sure that you're happy with that. And also make sure that you do what I didn't do and you go to your family and you sit down and you say, this is what's probably going to happen based on everything that I've been told. Are we in this together or is it just me on my own? I mean, having just your family and just understanding what you're going through and potentially supporting you, you know, that's not a requirement because a lot of families just aren't going to support you because they just don't get it and they want what's best for you. And what they think is best for you is that traditional nine to five with all that security and that, you know, quote unquote security. But if you can actually go forward and have the real conversations, Fire Nation, it's important. I mean, I'll tell you, I'm going to be going home pretty soon here for Christmas and, you know, I'm going to be hanging out with the family and I'm going to have a lot of my family, you know, even my real close family is going to be coming up to me and saying, John, like, you know, we're really proud of you, like what you've accomplished. It's, it's really amazing. And my first response is like, guys, I'm not like trying to, to be a Debbie Downer here, but you need to realize like, like, yes, like I'm enjoying the success that I'm currently experiencing, but we don't know what the future is going to hold. I mean, this is a crazy roller coaster of, of a ride that I'm on and, you know, it's going to be ups and downs. So just know there's going to be a time where I'm probably, you know, not quite knocking it out of the park as I am right now. There's going to be those ups and the downs and just having that conversation with those that are around you, that love you. It's, it's so important. So Brian, that's what I'm taking away. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your aha moment. Just remember that it's the only thing that's consistent in your life is your family. Now, whether I have a beautiful little boy and I have a wonderful wife and I have a great family and I have a wonderful surrounding around me. So just make sure that as you go on this journey, which by the way is the best journey in the entire world, just make sure you take your family on it with you, that you involve them in the really wonderful parts, that you involve them in the really awful parts, that you make sure that you take them on the entire journey from the beginning to the end. And look, if they don't want to join you, then fine, no problem. This is about you. It's not about them. It's about how you make sure that you involve them on in, in just, just this wonderful, wonderful place you're going to. What are you most fired up about today, Brian? Life. Like every day, every day. If I see five new clients today and I can impact one person in an incredible way, it has me, I, I, I mean, I say I wake up at 4.30 every day and I, it, it's a terrible phrase because it just belittles what it is, but I love what I do. 
And I love what I do to such an extent that if I could wake up at four o'clock or three thirty just to just to have these wonderful experiences, and, and and I believe you talk about nine to five jobs. Like the biggest thing that people miss out in nine to five jobs is this area of exploration that we entrepreneurs do every day. It's not about the money. It was never about the money. It's about the exploration that we do in our lives to take us to a place that most people, seventy percent of people, will never ever be able to feel. So that's what gets me going every single day. So you leap out of bed at 4.30 a.m. Give me an example of what a day could look like in your world. So I'll wake up in the morning. I'll get my emails cleared. That will normally be uh, the uh, probably 100 to 120 emails. I get that done by about 7 o'clock, 7.30. I'll wake up my little boy. I'll bring him over to school. I'll then make, make my way over to the office. I will see, probably have my first meeting. Like today, for example, I have 12 meetings lined up. Uh, three of those will be two-hour one-on-one meetings. The rest of them will be 30-minute meetings, 15-minute meetings. They'll be about building up relationships. They'll be about arranging conferences. They'll be about changing entrepreneurs' lives. They'll be about changing my life. I'll then get to six o'clock in the I'll get to four o'clock in the evening. I'll pick up my boy from school. We'll then go home. We'll probably have a game of tennis. He'll go to bed and then I'll clear my emails or maybe probably maybe like twenty or thirty of them from nine to ten thirty in the evening. Wow. It's a great day. That sounds like a great day. <laughs> it's a great day, mate. It's a great day. I meet nine or ten amazing people every single day. See, that's kind of one of the crazy things when people look at me and they go, John, like, how do you do a daily podcast? Like, you're interviewing somebody every single day, seven days a week. And I'm like, well, do you realize what I'm doing? Like, I am actually having a conversation with an inspiring and successful human being. Like, how is that, like, not amazing? Like, how is that not fun? Like, how is that not something that I do want to do every single day? And Brian, like, you're doing that face-to-face multiple, multiple, multiple times per day. And I mean, this is the thing, Fire Nation. You just got to find what it is that lights you up. You know, maybe having, you know, four, five, ten conversations face-to-face doesn't light you up, but you know what does if you sit down and think about it. Now, speaking of lighting you up, Fire Nation, we're lighting you up in the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere because we're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. You're probably finding out pretty quickly that when you run your own online business, your prospects, partners, and customers aren't always in the same city or state as you are. So how do you, the business owner, continue to grow your business and provide excellent service even when you can't meet face-to-face? A tool we use here at EO Fire to help us stay on top of our communication is eVoice. eVoice allows you to forward calls and voice messages to any line, so regardless of whether you're in the office or on the go, you can still be in touch. Want a line with a professional greeting and menu options that make it easy for your callers to be routed quickly? eVoice provides that too. See how eVoice can help you connect with your prospects, partners, and customers quickly and easily. Visit eVoice.com today. eVoice is offering Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial. Visit eVoice.com and use promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Fire Nation, Organifi is how I upgrade my nutrition every single morning. Everybody needs to have a green superfood supplement in their life because even if you're eating really healthy, your veggies lose a ton of their nutritional value just sitting on the shelf for days before you eat them. Not all of us have the time or the means to get that natural, fresh, organic vegetables. That's why I love using Organifi. It's so quick and easy, but it also tastes great. True story. Visit Organifi.com and enter promo code FIRE to get 20% off your 30-day supply of Organifi. Plus, Organifi is going to ship you your 
your very own Freedom Journal as a special bonus. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com. Use promo code FIRE. Brian, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Boom. What was holding (laughs) you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Life. I wish schools would teach everybody about entrepreneurship. I wish colleges, other than the really expensive ones, would teach everybody about entrepreneurship. I I found that out by mistake, and I've never turned around. But that's the only thing that held me back is nobody told me and showed me and helped me realize what it was like to be an entrepreneur in today's world. But I fixed that. What's the best advice you've ever received? Joe Paluzzi, Content Marketing Institute. Uh, What he said is, when you feel that you're giving too much content, too much information, too much education to your clients, there's only one thing that you can do, and that's give them more. God, I love that guy. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I do believe it's one time I wake up at in the morning. It allows me to clear out, clear out. A lot of people focus on what they're really comfortable with. So they'll spend all day doing emails or all day replying back to things or dealing with, with I get all that out of the way before 8.30 in the morning so I can focus on what I love. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? I love Clavio. So I'm a real, I love automation. I, anything that can automate things that you would have to do manually and give you exactly the same results and give people exactly the same feeling when they receive it is wonderful. So Clavio is an amazing email automation system that allows you to probably save an hour, an hour and a half in a day. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? Uh, there's a guy I really, really admire called Nir Eyal, and he wrote a book called Hooked. And Hooked is how to create addictive behaviors for your product. And it's really important because he says that you need to make sure to create an addictive behavior, it has to be something that happens at least on a weekly basis, but preferably more often. So for example, you've created Entrepreneur on Fire as a addictive behavior by making sure it's a daily show that people feel that without having the show, their day wouldn't be the same. So it's a great book. Everybody should get it if they're starting a business. Love it. Now, Brian, this is the last question of the lighting round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Pretty much all of the ideas are out there. So I'm guessing in this new world, all of the ideas would be out there too. So I'm going to throw 150 books to find that idea. And that means I'm going to go to meetups. I'm going to go online. I'm going to go into courses. I'm going to allocate $150 to look at every single idea out there and find the biggest problem that is facing this world. And then... I'm going to be focused on the solution. So I'm going to take another 150 bucks. I don't know much about automation myself, so I'm going to get an automation expert in that area to try and make sure that I can automate as much as I possibly can of the solution that I'm coming with. So that's another 150. I'm going to throw 6.99 at a tub of Ben and Jerry's because I love Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> and if you're going to go on through this, you got to have Ben and Jerry's. Have Jer- you ever had the red velvet Ben and Jerry's? <laughs> have I had the red velvet? Oh. This is an, if, if, by the way, if this new world doesn't have Ben and Jerry's, I'm not going. Okay, <laughs> It's going to fail. I'm then going to throw another $150. I'm going to throw it at an email automation system and an email capture system. So on top of Clavio, add in lead pages in there. And then my last $43 or $43.01 is going to go to therapy for my wife for everything she's going to go through for that period. <laughs> Brian, you started this interview on fire and you've obviously ended it on fire. So let's just go ahead and share with Fire Nation a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. 
wake up in the morning, love your life, make sure you cover all of the basic needs that you have, but then look to the future and say, how can I create a life on fire in something that I absolutely adore doing? And don't make that something just that you do today. Make it something that you go out and you research and you check and you adore and you love and then dedicate the rest of your life to that. And what's the best way that we can connect with you? Uh, you can catch me, Brian, at Expert Dojo, E-X-P-E-R-T-D-O-J-O. You can go onto our site, expertdojo.com, join up, give to the community, and be part of the entrepreneur revolution. Booyah! And Fire Nation, <laughs> you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Bri and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com and just type Brian in the search bar, and his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, head over to brian at expertdojo.com via email. Hit them up via email or just go to expertdojo.com to uh, see what they have going on over there. And Brian, I want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, sir. Take care. Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed that chat with Brian today. What a ball of fire. And you should check out our free podcasting course so you can create, grow, and monetize your own podcast at freepodcastcourse.com. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking to connect with your prospects, partners, and customers quickly and easily? With eVoice, you can forward calls and voice messages to any line. eVoice is offering Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial. Visit eVoice.com and use promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE.